Good morning and welcome to a very special Friday breakfast podcast because it's St. Patrick's Day. So happy St. Patrick's Day, everyone. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Kirsty. Thank um, you very much. I'm more Scottish yeah. than Irish, but I did work in Ireland for a while and they take St. Patrick's Day really seriously. Not probably. Yeah, well, I mean, not a surprise, really, to be honest. It's good. There in the, in Chicago, I've already seen the pictures of Chicago River going green and all of that nice. stuff. So. Um, I've got no Irish in me. I'm Scottish and English. And my great grandma would say a bit of Welsh, but I like to pretend I'm Scottish and English. <laughs> anyway, um, for those of you that don't recognise my voice, I'm Alex. We've got Kirsty with us as always. Kirsty is smiling. She um, has just come off the back of a very successful corporate finance network annual conference last week. So it's been a good week uh, for you, Kirsty. But the news stories today. I don't know we're going to start with a bit of a downer we're going to pick it up a little bit in the middle and finish with a bit of a big one is that right hopefully that's the plan yeah <laughs> we'll see how we go so the first one where are we starting well we're starting I can see we're starting with the budget is that where we're going to begin yeah we've got to I suppose talk about the budget this week the chancellor's uh is it his second I think um yeah, very, uh, well, he was very buoyant um, in, in the House of Commons when he presented it, as they always are. Um, but actually, the, <laughs> certain sectors did really well out of it, I would say, like certain like high growth, innovative sectors, day nurseries, hopefully get something out of it. Um, hopefully, you know, for cons- I say consumers, the population generally will get a little bit support in some ways and um but really on the whole for general business there was nothing there was apart from you know a bit more of a capital allowance thing which um they've, they've mostly got access to already anyway um so without going into the detail that was kind of the response the business community mm. was a bit down about it paul and myself i'm going to give a plug for our recording <laughs> that we did and we are brave. We are so brave. We go at it like an hour afterwards. We're up, we're presenting. Uh, whereas normally sensible people sit and digest it all and read all the detailed policy documents and, and then deliver a very detailed tax uh, uh, budget. We don't know. We just go for it. Uh, but it was more for us. It wasn't the tax stuff that we were talking about. It's more about the commercial impact for SMEs, how we feel the landscape is, who are the winners in it, you know, and what accountants can do. So it was only 15 minutes. Do try and um, have a listen to that if you can. Hopefully that will give you some ideas of, of um, things that you, you might want to do on the back of the budget. Um, and of course, there's tons and tons of coverage. So I'm not going to uh, put a, a, in the show notes just the normal BBC yeah. or Daily Mail write up or even the you know the Times or what the FT. I've actually linked to a Twitter um, thread, which was specifically um, around the startup uh, tech community uh, because they I think came out of it the best. And so I thought that was um, a really nice positive thread. They're very happy. So if you have got clients that are quite innovative, techy, mm. fast growing, or you want to win more of them, then really you want to focus in on the, the things that are coming. Um, and it's not all immediate. It's all going to build. So you've got time to plan how your approach might be to clients. So that Twitter thread hopefully has got loads of ideas in there for you. So something a little bit different mm. there. What, what it, do they do about budget in South Africa? I really don't understand. Yeah, it's we have a similar approach we have it. it's called the state of the nation address here and it happens um periodically i mean there's budget and stuff as well but 
I mean, the UK politics at the moment is like, I mean, I'm looking from afar through my fingers. It's terrifying. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've got my Instagram feed today is filled with images of people marching down Piccadilly. And, oh, you know, it's yeah. it's big. The Enough is Enough campaign. I mean, there's all this rhetoric about pension that's coming out, the giveaway and the pension scheme, wrong time for the wrong people. It's, mm. you know, it is. There's a lot going on. Mm. Um, so I think wading through it and picking the positives is the right thing to have done there. And, um you know, everyone's trying to make make what they can with what they've got on there at the moment. It's it's tricky. And, you know, this has come off the back of what was nearly an absolutely catastrophic Monday oh. for the markets, right? Which is our oh. second story. Not just the markets, <laughs> the business generally. And, you know, I had the Corporate Finance Network conference last week and then I went straight into this over the weekend, which wasn't ideal. <laughs> we were already knackered and we ended up working um, the weekend to try and plan for this because this is the Silicon Valley uh, Bank, um, which obviously uh you know collapsed uh, late last week um and i think in a way it was probably quite good it was over a weekend Be- and also yeah. gary lineker i don't know if you know it's gary lineker was on the press <laughs> but, yeah. yeah and that was probably quite good because if it had happened during the week and um it had had more of the headlines then i think the impact would have been faster and more um disastrous uh, as it was it kind of went under the radar a little bit because the press were reporting it as a, a US story, which it started in the US, but it definitely had a UK impact with the UK bank. And also they were reporting it as something just about the high tech businesses, um, you know, the Silicon Valley businesses. Um, and it absolutely wasn't. Um, you know, it, it definitely could have had a massive impact on wider UK business, um, both for mm, those that mm. trade with somebody that's on the platform, uh, sorry, that um, they trade with a tech business, not just tech, but a lot of tech businesses used SVB. So they might have traded with those, such as Etsy. They were the one that kept being quoted uh, as being on there and had all their money tied up and they couldn't make payments to their their Etsy suppliers. Uh, so, you know, that would have been catastrophic for all those businesses temporarily. Um, but also wider then, you know, it rolls down the supply chain, doesn't it? So it could have had a huge impact. Thankfully, in the UK, they, um, they you know, I'm in corporate finance and, I did not think that this was going to be possible. In 48 hours, they sold a bank to HSBC. I mean, there must have mm. been a lot of warranties and indemnities given for that to go through so fast because the due diligence must have been minimal. Um, and lawyers pulled it out of the bag, obviously, there on all sides and the government and civil servants, etc. Um, so that was a result so that before the markets opened on Monday morning, SVB UK Bank was safe. Um and then in the states, they've they've what they've done instead is they've guaranteed a hundred percent of the deposits for the for the um, people that banked with with the bank in the states. So that then is just a case of them shifting that money to somewhere, you know, getting hold of that money and shifting it into a different bank. So there'll be a little bit of disruption, but hopefully not too much. However. Signature Bank also fell, which is not as big a bank in the states, and now Credit Suisse is having a wobble as well. And this is the. This is the worry um, about contagion um, and the, whether you know other banks uh, have a run on them and what you know what that could mean for the business community um, and and you know the nervousness around. So the stock market's all over the place. So it is in the states as well. It's not settled down yet, but um, you'll be pleased to know that we were ready to go, Alex. Uh, we would have been mm. ready to go on Monday morning. We had emails ready to go out to to our accountancy. Um, client, uh, subscribers to tell them what to do to, with their business clients. Um, we were setting up alternative funding, working capital um, 
lines of, of credit and such like that, that would have worked if people had gaps. So we had a plan and hopefully we don't have to enact that plan ever but we we will be ready Doomsday to go plan almost it's close it to is. It, isn't it it's like disaster recovery planning that you <laughs> never want to have to use so yeah. i i and then had an interview um tom herbert who's the tech reporter for accounting web um wanted to interview me about it because nobody had really noticed it was going on so it was quite a, a i must admit i hadn't noticed it. i think my dad who is super tuned into this um, you know, on Friday, he was like, oh, this is quite interesting. And I was like, yeah, da, 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 da. spoke about it a bit. And then we clocked off and we were up up, up the coast on the beach. So yeah. we were lounging around for the weekend. On Monday morning, I came in and, and caught up with Paul and was like, oh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to read the news quickly. <laughs> we just escaped. We just escaped. Or else you'd have been straight mm. in a oops, yeah. <laughs> training session to get you up, yeah. upskilled well, and off. Been, Coming off the beach on Monday morning, walking the dog straight into some real brain power there. Yeah. But it's, you know, the credit feasting is interesting. I mean, like you said, there's a contagion piece, but I think the markets are so volatile at the moment. The credit yeah. is, you know, shares are already back up 20%. Yeah, so it, it is, it's, it's, you know, all it is, over the place. Yeah, it's hard to predict at the moment, but I can tell you one thing that we can predict, and that is future power generation and mm, heat. Yeah. For the most part. So let's finish up on a high note here. Kirsty, we've got a good oh, one. What a great story. story this is. And it was so well-timed, actually, because for two reasons. A, swimming pools featured in the budget, and there was a lot of hurrahing <laughs> going on in the House of Commons because I think uh, Rishi Sudak has had his swimming pool heated on expenses or something. Um, so there was you know, a lot of fun around swimming pools being mentioned um, as the Chancellor put some money in place, not a massive amount, to be honest, to heat swimming pools in local authority areas. Um, this is, um, you know, this is quite close to, to my heart because my daughter, you may not know this, is a champion synchronized swimmer. She's a captain of the under 15s or whatever it is, um, synchronized swimming team in the UK. And currently this year anyway, and, um, and their swimming pool got closed down and we had to shift the whole team, the whole club to a different town where there was a swimming pool because the cost of running swimming pools is really expensive. Mm. So, um, this is a problem, of course, with high energy bills for swimming pools and local authorities not being able to afford to heat them. Obviously, the drive for fitness, we don't want to be shutting down um, facilities like this that are available to everybody in the towns. Um, and also the other angle then is massively in the budget was about innovation and um, carbon capture as well. And, and this brings all that together. So there is a company called Deep Green and they have they are actually a data center uh for uh, you know storing all your files you know on, in the cloud now the issue with data centers is that it produces a huge amount of heat which of course is their waste you know they have to get rid of it and what this deep green business has decided to do is to link it up and use use that heat in the swimming pools so they've actually installed some of their computers they put them in oil for some reason. I'm not quite sure what that's all about. Something to do with capturing the heat, I am should imagine. I'm not a chemist. I'm not very good at this stuff. But um, I think, you know, it, it obviously uses the heat as power and energy to then heat the swimming pools. Um, so a great, a great little story. And it just yeah. made me think that all this budget talk of you know, innovative companies, and you might not think your client or your business is naturally innovative. But I think every business has got to become innovative in some way in order mm. to get to this net zero or reduce their costs. And um, there are ways of, you know, digitalizing or perhaps collaborating like this across sectors. Um, you know, one man's waste is another man's treasure, as they say. 
Yeah, I like it. It's a good story. It's a feel good story, isn't it? And I think, yeah. you know, you you, you um, listen and read and hear about some of the environmental challenges that come with like crypto mining, for example, and the huge amounts of power, energy uh, and heat emitted through those big server yeah. rooms. You know, there's got to be more intelligent ways of, um, you know, using that to do something good. So I think this is a great story. And I think it's a nice feel good story to finish the week. And I've always promised this year anyway that I will come in with a fun story. And this <laughs> week might be the first week when I've let myself down. I've nearly three oh, months. Oh, I can breathe a, a sigh of relief. I always three get months, nervous. <laughs> three months, three months in, and I think I might have broken my New Year's resolution. I struggled to find something good today. I was going to go down the Gary Lineker route. I thought actually it's just a bit of a farce. I was going to go do some dig, some some deep diving on the Cheltenham races, which obviously happens over yes. St. Patrick's Day weekend. First race has happened today, and Stage Star won the opening race. Do you know what? Stage I Star. Today, I own Stage Star. Oh, I, I own a percentage of Stage Star. <laughs> there you it's, go, it so. is. There you go. I'm a happy big, girl. <laughs> big big winner over here, Kirsty McGregor. Tiny percentage, I have to say. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so, tiny I was going to go do a deep dive on the Cheltenham uh, the Cheltenham Festival <laughs> history, but I couldn't find anything. Um, I'm going to stay away from England rugby because we got thumped last oh, week. And, yeah. you know, I'm not going to go through the diabolical <laughs> diabolical state of money in football with, with Lionel Messi supposedly being offered £193 million to play for this Saudi Arabian football team. Oh, I didn't so hear that. I got a fun story of sorts. <laughs> there we go. It was just me wobbling, ranting and raving for a couple of seconds. I think that still counts. I'm holding myself... We should just checking. go and do the Irish thing and all be Irish tomorrow, shouldn't we? Yeah. We should go to St. Patrick's <laughs> I'm, Day. I'm, I'm checking the box. I'm checking the box. We did have a fun <laughs> story of sorts, even if it was a bit pointless this week. But maybe that's what we need after a couple of hard-hitting stories to start it out. And um, I've got two weeks now to find the next one. So next time around, I'll be back in the, uh, the driving seat with a good one. But... Here's a reminder for those of you that are new to Capitalise. We do more on this podcast than just talk rubbish and talk about the news. <laughs> we do give you a bit of information about who we are. And our vision, very simply, is to give small businesses and their advisors transparency and control over business finance. As Kirsty's alluded to already in the pod today, there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of new things coming in the next few months. And so we want to make sure that everybody that we work with, everyone that could be working with us, understands where they stand from their own business perspective, whether that's from their credit or from their finance side. So don't forget to rate and review the podcast. If you haven't subscribed already, then please do go hit that button wherever you listen to us and make sure you catch us hot off the press every single week. Next Friday, we will be releasing the latest in our series of interviews. I must admit, I wasn't on this one again. You'll all be enjoying a small break from my garbage. So Kirsty, who have we got? What were we talking about? And um, what can they look forward to? It's a cracker. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay, we're keeping it secret. We're keeping it secret. I like that. So in that case, tune in, everybody, to next week's podcast. Otherwise, you're going to be missing out. And whilst you're there subscribing to the pod, take a couple of minutes to go back and look through our backlog and go and find one of the interviews from over 50 great guests. All of them have got different lessons, different tips, and most of them have got some secret tricks in them as well. So for more about Capitalize, go to www.capitalize.com. Once again, thanks for listening to me. Thank you for listening to Kirsty. We'll be back in a fortnight. Bye.